We don't have a minute. We're in. G'day, everybody. What's going on? Welcome to episode 55 of Two Left Thumbs, your source of weekly gaming news. I'll get it, man. I'll get it. It's fine. It's fine. Uh, In this week's episode, we'll be talking about PlayStation... About me not speaking properly. We've uh, this is a, a current theme at the moment. None of us can speak properly. I think Gray's it. So Gray, you want to take it away, son? No. No. I'm okay. Okay. <laughs> In this week's episode, we'll be talking about PlayStation Assistant for PS5, Red Dead Redemption 2 coming to PC, Crystal Dynamics. Never want you to be bored in Avengers. PS4 crossplay. Uh, it exits the beta. Um, which is now a full feature for developers. We also have all the weekly deals across all console platforms for you. I am Static Oz. Join with me as usual. A deaf, deaf puppies, deaf, deaf puppies. There we go. How, how am I? How's my wording tonight? And great Aussie gamer, save me, dudes, save me, please. Fuck no, save. I can't. I'm trying to save myself. I'm really broken. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Are we even live? So. Puppies was puppies. Things mix of things aren't working. Puppies was trying to fix it right as it went live. He's like, "No, hang on, we'll do this." On no, nope. We're going. Too we're late. going. So we're here. We're here. Professional professional podcasters. We've um, we've gone ahead yeah. anyway. So what's going on, dudes? Greg, you start. Puppies. I'll, I'll go through. I'll go yeah. through. I was really hoping you were going to read that lead in right there. No, that was puppies. Oh, the the it's your boy Titan. It's your big boy Titan loving one eyed mask wearing puppies. Here is that the one. That's right. I think I think that's more aimed at next gen than than puppies though. <laughs> yeah, no, puppies are all about those peregrine oh, greaves. Puppies are about those peregrine greaves. Fucking energy legs. It's fine. Peregrine greaves. Oh. I all right. We'll go with. My, I'm good, mate. Yeah, I'm go. Good. P- great. Been, please. Yeah, save this. Get Destiny. us. Get us on. Get us on track. Destiny, mate. I am back in on PC this time and loving it. I am actually really, really enjoying Shadowkeep. Um, beaten the campaign, seen a little bit of the raid, but I don't want to obviously um, give that away because that only came out this morning, so I won't really talk about it. But it looks good. The raid looks good. Doesn't look too hard. I don't know. It's easy to say when you haven't played it, but from what I saw, it didn't look overly difficult. And seen some of the data and all that talk about it. They they don't rate it as difficult as like the Last Wish and stuff like that, but. Still looks cool. Um, yeah, and enjoyed the hell out of Shadowkeep, even though the campaign was ungodly short. Like, was ridiculously like five short. Hours tops, and Not that was that, including, like, grinding for stuff, too. Yeah, was, like, that's definitely... Yeah, it, was more, it, was, it was kind of closer to, like, Rise of Iron size, I'd say. Hmm, that would be. But at first, I kind of had an issue with it. I was like, uh, that's pretty short you know for 59 dollars or whatever it is we paid for it mm. but then you kind of what they plan to do with dropping their content out in the story and dragging it through and you know evolving it over the season it makes a lot of sense and i'm pretty excited to see how bungie do it and how they implement it and i mean today i logged on this afternoon and i'm greeted with like a really awesome pre-rendered cutscene with the Vex um, and that was tied to everyone finishing the the clan finishing the raid so that's obviously unlocked everything for everyone in the world and that's where we're up to so yeah I'm, I'm in PvP as well oh god fuck it is so good playing this fucker on PC hand cannons on PC are just completely different to console 
it's stupid, right? How different just, it is. Oh, mate. All you gotta do I is. I remember when, like, on their heads like, and no, click. it's gonna be the same ecosystem. Like, it's not. No, it's, it's completely different. Totally the games, different. the game yeah. is completely different from PC uh, to console. Like, night and day difference. So, guns all handle better. Uh, obviously, you got better frame rate. Every all that stuff, everything it just it plays a lot smoother. And the best part of it is, I can actually swap weapons or swap armor in game in a match, and it not take me five fucking minutes. So, loving it's that good. part. Life is good. Puppies, you can. Uh, you good? Um. So yeah, I'm. I'm good now. Um. Um, editing maybe on you this week <laughs> well that's that's gonna be a trouble because i'm looking at my my volumes right now and um i'm doubling up somewhere oh, i've got that echo somewhere i can't hear it in my ears but i can see it in my audio okay so i'm not sure i'm not sure what's going on this one might be um... audio listeners. <laughs> results may vary <laughs> 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 and we blame daylight savings. so so what I, i'm i'm trying to mute my my input as you guys are talking so it's going to be very difficult it's going to be very one-sided this um there's going to be a time where i forget about it i'm sure of it so uh let's see how this one works out it'll be interesting um yeah so surprise surprise i've also been deep into destiny 2 like i'm it came out what on wednesday i'm 35 hours in yep from wednesday um but it's good Again, same, same kind of sentiments as Grave. The story was really short, but I think it was more of a, a setup for what happened over the season, as opposed to, and over the next recurring four seasons they have planned. Um, so it's kind of like a, a kind of kickstart, not a reset, but just kind of, all right, we're going to move the story forward and this is where it's going to go. Um, but it was, it's really good. Um, I went back, got some old weapons, I went and got bad juju, and last word finally got that done i believe static was there to watch my pain as i randomly tried to shoot have this shoot out with these fucking hive dudes and it was I, I, I feel you on your potato aim man i was yeah it's not it's not good <laughs> it's not good it was it was bad like it, it took me what a solid half an hour to get that done i think it was like 12 attempts 14 attempts something like that it was ridiculous but the grind is really good. I've been really enjoying it. And what power level are you? I'm at nine fifteen at the moment, okay. and I'm yes. kind of stuck there. The Vex stuff has dropped now, and I know I can get more powerful engrams from that, which is cool. Um, also, after the raid dropped, I kind of popped in for five minutes and checked out like getting into the raid itself, just solo. Um. And you, you get to go through one portal, and then like, there's a first encounter there, which I couldn't get past solo because I'm a fucking scrub. Um, <laughs> I'm not I'm a team of six, they, okay? Do they even design them to be soloed anymore? I don't. Surely they've no, but it always happens. Every every raid does, has been soloed. Yeah. No, one last wish wasn't. Last wish wasn't. No, we well, no, can't, can't do the last part. Rivendell solo. Rivendell beat you... solo. How do you, you beat the last melt her before the, You can melt her before the mechanics set in. There was a thing with cluster bomb grenade. Uh, no, because you go into the heart. Rockets. Oh, the heart? No, I'm... Did that not get soloed? No, because you can't... The heart. person gets teleported in, the other person has to run. Oh, maybe it's too then. 
You can't, yeah, it'd okay. have to be minimum two. Because one always goes into the site inside the heart, the other one has to run the. Yeah, see, the I haven't, I haven't run, I haven't run that raid yet either. Because there was that was like the period where I wasn't really playing, um, and I had no one to play with. I was all alone. Uh, LFG, LFG was a. I, I will there. buy Forsaken on PC and take you through it. I've done that raid heaps now. We can do that. Yeah, I have Forsaken on PC now too, um, which is good. I have it all. But um. Yeah, Destiny is pretty good. I'm enjoying the grind. It'd be interesting. The, the real test of Destiny, the first two weeks are always good at Destiny 2, generally. Like that first time expansion, <laughs> yeah. I think it's that honeymoon period. That's um, the honeymoon period, exactly. But let's not talk about Curse of Osiris. <laughs> but I think the real test will be over the rest, like the back half of the season, and seeing how they're releasing content then. See if they keep it fresh, or they just kind of go back to that old routine of having like a lull in the middle and then. There's a little bit of hype for the next season at the end, and then it goes on to the next season. And well, see, the I think begins again. I think they've they've only they've got this one chance to get this right. If they don't, they've got yeah. to revert back to big content drops, like fucking boom, here it is. Here's some sprinkly shit to get you through six months. Bang, here's the next one because games now are getting too big. There's too many of them. People don't have enough time, and Bungie have one shot at pulling this off right to keep the player base there to you know give that content over the whole season without giving it all up to us at once it's gonna be hard to pull off yeah well, i mean this this is this is their big showing this is them blasting out from activision and showing us what they can do as an independent developer so it's it's, it's all on them now so if they if they fuck this season up it's going to be 100 percent on them and they're going to have to answer for that because i mean for the most part Previously, people were oh, fucking Activision ruined everything, but um, there's none of that now. There's there's no Fall Guy, so if, if Bungie fucked this up, they're on their own. Mm, so they really you fuck it up? Do you think that? Do you, do you think? Because I'll be honest, this expansion is not Forsaken was ten times better than this expansion. Yeah, this Shadowkeep doesn't Shadowkeep. It's up. It's up there, but it's not Forsaken levels. Yeah, this is like, like I said. This is this reminds me of Rise of a Lamb a little bit. Mm, yeah, it's a good yeah. one to to put it because it, it's, it's better than Warm and, and all that. Yeah, because how much was Forsaken at launch? That was full full game price, wasn't it? No, it was the same price as this. The same price. Okay, pretty sure. Yeah, it definitely wasn't a full price game. You weren't paying full fledged for it. Yeah, so that's what I mean. And this um, one is fifty nine dollars in Australia, sixty bucks. That's that's close to a full game, I guess. Yeah, it's not far off. So it's not far off. And that, um, and don't forget, you're, we're paying for that, but not playing it right now. It's time gated content. It's not like you pay yeah, ten dollars each week or ten dollars a month. You know. Yeah, it'll be until, interesting until how the, the next couple of seasons work. Because I know Shadowkeep is like its own thing where they like relaunch and those big stories. So it'd be interesting to see how because after because this this is Shadowkeep and Season of the Undying that we're paying for, right? So I mm-hmm. want to see what happens because after this, it's just season. There's no big content re- or big content release. So the next three seasons are going to be like we're going to be we're, we're going to know what we're expecting because people like are going to like go in and go right. So this is what we got with the season on the dime. We got the new season pass. We got the raids. We got the end game gear and the end game grind. Um, but. That's essentially what we're going to get season to season now. Not the big, the, the, the Shadowkeep-esque story, but that season of the Undying Park. They're two separate things, kind of. 
but not really. It's weird. Yeah, I can see where they're going with it, but mm. after the third or fourth season, we'll get a big DLC again. That's yeah, how it's should, work. yeah. It yeah. has to. You can't just do. You can't do seasons like this. Is not Fortnite. This is not Apex Legends. It's this needs something bigger. This is a bigger game. You can't. Yeah, just... it needs that. It needs that big game changer every year or so, just to kind of freshen it up and. Yeah, yeah. So static. What do you think of the recycled content? I guess you could say recycled areas from Destiny One. Uh, I personally, I'm I'm into them. Um... Yeah. I think we we're having a little chat. Was it last night? We we're having a chat about it. Um, for, for you know, for everyone that's played it from year one, it's it's a bit of a nostalgia hit. Um, going back to those areas and sort of seeing them again. Um, for me, I, I sort of saw like the newer Crucible maps first that were introduced. I still haven't played any of the um, the campaign at all. I actually haven't bought the the, the um, I haven't bought Shadowkeep yet. Um, so I've only seen the Crucible maps and I believe I can still go to those areas. I just haven't done anything as far as that goes yet. Um, yeah, you can visit the patrol areas and do but, the strikes as well. Like yeah, that band, I believe. yeah, but seeing those Crucible maps, you know, bringing back the favourites with uh, a couple of favourites with Widow's Court and Twilight Gap. Um, so and then just, and then just, and, and just, and just having those tiny little changes in them just to sort of update them and keep them sort of into the world that we're in at the moment was really cool. But I'm, I'm a big fan of them bringing back, like bringing those areas back as a, as a nostalgia hit. But also for the people that didn't play, like I know a couple, I know a fair few people that didn't play Destiny at all, like the first iteration of Destiny at all. They got into Destiny at the launch of Destiny 2 which was a bit rough for them, but now they get to go and see these places that we've always talked about, they've always heard about and not seen. So I, for, for those facts, I really enjoy it. Yeah, same. I'm, I'm, I'm down for it. I enjoy going going back there. I love I love throwbacks when devs do that and they, they kind of add a little bit extra to it, but they kind of keep it, you know, as original as they can to what the areas are. So I, I like it. Some people, I've seen a lot of people whinge about it, saying it's 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 not lazy per se. They obviously had to redo it all because it is an upgrade mm. from what the originals were. They they look a lot better, but it just it makes sense with the story. Everything makes sense to go back to that area. And holy fuck, I I wanted to put the crater raid back in. Just just give it to us. As a strike, though, as a, a three-man strike, and just dull everything down uh, just a little bit, and then just do it as a three-man strike because that'd be the hilarious. Dungeon. Yeah. 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 Oh, oh shit! What if that is the dungeon? Oh, imagine that night because we've already oh, seen the trailer God. for the dungeon. So. <laughs> but what? Uh, well, that, that'd be for, for me. That'd be like when they brought it back into Court of Oryx. You know what I mean? Like that little mini sort of um, yeah, yeah. little mini. I'd like to see yeah something like that, but. Well, obviously bigger than Court of Oryx, but... Kind of is. And, um, I don't think this is... Is this spoilers, Gray? Do you know what I'm talking about? When we did that that one mission? Yes, it is. The hunting? Yeah. Spoilers. There is is something kind of similar-esque to that in one of the missions-ish. Kind of. I don't know. Can't talk about it. It's too early. Game came out this week. You can't blow that yet. (laughs) <laughs> um, one, one, one really cool thing that I've seen today, there is, I, I restart, I did a, a fresh new hunter. Um, I'm trying to do a challenge run for 
YouTube video with a knife only run. Yeah, try to beat Shadow Keep with knives only. It's, it's super fun. Don't ever try it ever again. Man, anyway. I, I was in disco while you're trying. Super fun is not what I heard. No. You should have been on a Titan. That, that's the uncut version. Greaves. And Fuck that. Everything. Anyway, there is something that I seen today and I also read it on Reddit. When Destiny was announced and it first got shown, I'm pretty sure it was at E3, whenever it was, six six years ago now. There in the in the gameplay they showed, they showed the first Walker um, fight. And it showed it, obviously it was highly scripted with the fire team walking through and they're all low level and they're getting their shitty ass cost off gun and anyway they get there they're fighting the walker they're not doing too well and then another fire team comes in and they're all you know max level level 20s and the people playing the game are like oh wow look at this this is going to be so cool see what like the top tier players can do that was back in destiny one when they launched it destiny 2 now you go and redo that mission as a new account you come in the same way that original fire team does if you load into that area on your high level account you will spawn in where the high level fire team does and you come in as the high level guys to take out the walker to help the low level guys i reckon it was fucking cool that is really that's a, that's a good little throwback yeah that's awesome that is they just tied they just tied that all together and i thought that's that's fucking sweet because you do go there and there's like it's all the first light players so it's people that haven't played the game before they're just base level base everything um and you can when i when i did that mission from the from the um from the high level player side i didn't even notice that yeah I didn't see, even notice, it's like new light players yeah that's really fucking cool though yeah it is i thought oh, okay. it was pretty sweet that they um they put that in there so yeah i'm Man, I reckon it's, it is good. I want I like the battle pass. I I, I enjoy having that it, that little bit of extra to kind of chase down. Yeah, Even yeah, though, you like, look at it, oh, if I do a few more bounties, I can get this next bit of like upgrade module or yeah, yeah well, yeah, extra materials or whatever. It, it, it's a good like little, it's a good little like mini chase to kind of keep you going when you don't have a larger quest at play. Yeah, well, that's it. It gives you a reason to. You know do a patrol or whatever it may be um and there what was anyone the there the vex the vex invasion started today which was pretty intense so i did the the um i've done that quest line so you got to do it's a bit random and it's a bit annoying how they do this i know i'm not a fan of it it's they randomly spawn on the moon so you've kind of got to be lucky because you can't track them and they don't show up like a public event they're big so you can see them when they happen because the whole sky goes all vexy and you know they start pouring out of tunnels and all types of shit so you pretty much got to take a gate lord down and kill three of them so you gotta do three of these events but the boss changes each time and you might not get the right boss that you need on top of you've got to go find the main event so you're driving around the fucking moon flying around the moon looking for this event and it's really annoying Anyway, I did it, got it completed, and then you got to go and do... It's not a raid. It's it's like, I don't know, it's between a dungeon and a strike, but it's a six-man match-made activity. That's similar to the Menagerie. More in-depth, so there's a bit more um, mechanics involved in it. Okay, but right, there's yeah. simple mechanics, like, kind of anyone can understand. You don't need, like, communication is not a key 
thing at all. You can kind of work out what you've got to do. So I won't go into it spoiler, just so people can work out what they've got to do. Um, but that is a good grind and it's a good farm for what you got to do. It takes probably about 15, 20 minutes to run the level, um, including taking out the final boss. And then it's match made, so you can just head straight back in. But I got some really good weapons out of that and bumped nice. my light level up. Um, or, you know, five, ten points, so it's pretty good. Oh, and I enjoyed yeah, that. If Bungie, if Bungie have got shit like that planned for this season, this game will be successful, I think. And in retaining a player base that'll keep coming back. What do you reckon? Keep us going, yeah. I'm with you on that. I'll be able to pull it off. If, if they can keep this kind of pace up and canter with the with the with the content, lots of little things like this. Even if it's just one thing a week. And I know they'll have an like Iron Banner and stuff and things like that, but even just that one little PvE thing a week would be really, really good. Yep. Uh. Cool. Oh, nice. I don't know. I've got... I could talk about Destiny for ages right now. What have you been up to this week? <laughs> <laughs> How are you, man? Hey, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good, thank you. Thanks for asking. Um, You're welcome. I've, I've got two weeks to catch up on. So I've been playing... I uh, got into Damsel on the Switch. Because a couple of weeks back, that was uh, Super Joe was still like $7 on Switch. So I picked that up. Um, that is a cool little game. That is... Um, it's absolutely... As as Gray said, like it's it's an awesome uh, pick-up, put-down sort of game. So you can sort of get a level done here and there, put it down, come back to it later. So that's a cool little thing. Um, I've been... I got in back into uh, Destiny 2 again a little bit. Uh, last week, jump back in again. Some this week, uh, try to jump. <laughs> I uh, started. I've been been trying to get a bunch of like old, and I'm talking old quests done. I've still got like, Sturm and Drang sitting there, um, so I'm trying to get a bunch of old stuff done. Jumped in with you guys on PC yep. for um, for some PvP. I won match. Went backwards in my Thorn quest and went, mm, I'm going to go back to PS4. You guys have fun. So literally, <laughs> I think it was like two or three matches back on PS4 and I got that section of it done. So we're good to go again. And uh, I'll, I will post my crispy 0.4 KDs. Um, apart from that, Ghost Recon <laughs> Breakpoint, I now live on Aroa. So that's that's where you'll find me from now on. Absolutely loving that game. I, I understand a lot of people didn't like it. It, it kind of it had a bit of a rocky start, you know, with a day one update that they didn't really uh, mention. They'd put a tweet out like an hour earlier, you know, sort of trying to get the hype train rolling, letting everybody know that it's released, it's out, the game's dropped, go and enjoy it. And an hour later, server's down. Oh, no. Yeah, server's down an hour later, and that became the most toxic cesspool of fucking anything you've ever read um oh, so so there's no notification in games. oh by the way we have a patch coming out no right? I, I didn't I, I didn't go looking real hard but i didn't even see that there was one after it was all up and running again just to let everyone know hey you know like it's all done i just i just went you know what for me it was 1am i went well that seems like it's time for bed I'll go to bed, <laughs> and, and in the morning i'll download a, a, a rather large update and be done with it so for me i got up you know got up in the morning straight out jumped into it not a problem but it already the um update had already downloaded so for me it wasn't really an issue but man nice there was there was so much screeching on twitter all right talk to me about this game i want to know tell us stuff what 
I'll, I'm gonna get to the other stuff soon, but I want to tell me about what's the is the story good? Is the is the gameplay Man, the, the, like, the, beta wise? What's it like? It is. Going back to the beta. It feels better than the beta. I in almost in almost every way. Um, yeah. The your movement feels better. It's still a, you're still doing the big swings, right? Yeah. Um, Zoom right in on that. Article. Yeah, yeah. And on on console, you cannot fix that field of view. So it's <laughs> it's one of it's one of those things like. I actually went back and looked at Wildlands and it's very similar anyway, like your position on the screen and the amount of the screen you take up. So it wasn't too hard for me to get used to. Um, You can toggle whether you want to aim down sights like like first person when you're aiming down sights, if you know what I mean, or third person still. You can toggle Mm -hmm. that. Um, So for anyone that had an issue with that, that's not a problem. You could do that in the beta anyway, but I don't know. The movement feels better. The... um, the weapon handling feels better. The the um, well, I haven't jumped into PvP yet. I meant to last night, but I didn't get a chance to. Um, you know, they there's definite definite differences between all of your weapons, all your weapon types, and the way they the way they sort of recoil and all that sort of gear. So that's really good. The vehicles, the vehicles actually work. Which was a massive thing. The first first thing I did, the oh first God. the first thing I did was got on a bike, took it to max speed, and I could handle the thing. All right, okay. So, so it doesn't like a they were terrible. They, they were they were really bad in the beta. Um, the, all the vehicles they they they're all weighted differently. They're all like you would expect. The heavier vehicles sort of they take a little bit more to get going, take a little more to stop. They're harder to turn. So it's. For me, there's there's a de- there's a definite weight to the vehicles. There's um like your movement up and down hills, is is a lot different. Your character like you can try and sprint down a hill, your character will not let you. It, it falls, wouldn't you? Yeah, oh, you you like to an extent like you can't like as you would imagine like if you were to try and sprint up a hill, you wouldn't mm-hmm. be able to, would you? So it actually does that for you. Like it'll it slows you down and it makes you like sort of climb that hill. Um. Going down, you, you can sprint to an extent, but it'll try and stop you again. Otherwise, you're just gonna you're gonna roll down that hill. You're gonna break your leg. You're gonna do all sorts. So you've got to you've got to heal up if you get to the bottom. And you did that once. Let's go. Let's have a talk. Let's have a talk about that. I want to the same issue. Like, so the issue I had like with the beta was that it's the realism survival shit on one side. Yep. And then the the gear leveling system and you know the spongy uh what are they those fucking sentinel drone things and all yeah it's what are they going for what's it more of is it more like buddha like uh, uh, i don't know is it rpg or is it more survival it's it's less survival than we than we experienced in that first round of the the closed beta Mm -hmm. where they were you know in in that yeah i haven't really found a point as long as you kind of manage your stamina a little bit um, which which can kind of take you out of it, I guess. But as as long as you manage that stamina at, at least a little bit, you won't need to be sort of stopping to um, to address like your your exhaustion issues or all that sort of creeping um, stamina bar. Where you know, like if you kept trying to sprint or whatever when you're exhausted, um, that stamina bar starts getting shorter and shorter. To fix that, you've got to then drink water, right? You got to keep hydrated. Um, I've, I've found that as long as I'm watching my... St- or it's not even watching, I'm just sort of keeping an eye on it, if you know what I mean. If 
it's it's kind of hard to word it but just just kind of taking note of where it's at and then just having that little bit of a rest rather than sprint like sprinting or whatever you just continue to sort of jog or whatever you know you're still moving towards your your objective um i found it it's it's just slowed the game down a little which isn't necessarily a like for me it's not necessarily a bad thing because there's so much to see and do anyway like there's there's a lot of things if do you think the game needs it would the game be better if that survival shit was not in there just take it out like yeah yeah to be honest yeah like i've health and nothing else yeah yeah just help like, yeah what i don't get see it, it annoyed me in the back and to set the record i actually enjoyed i could see the potential in the game yeah i really enjoyed i enjoyed the mission structure you know i enjoyed the leveling uh the world all of it and i think it's got good potential and i will pick the game up i'm just not going to get it not this week i would for anyway. for any for anybody else like my, my 100 recommendation is to buy it when it's on sale I give, I give it, I give it two to three months. That thing will be down to fifty, sixty dollars. Get it then. So my question to you is: the game is it has a leveling system and and whatnot, and you know a gear, not a gear grind, but you know you get gear checked yep. by certain areas. Yep. Can't you? you can't go to a certain area unless you've got the right gear. That's right. Oh. And all the guns have stats. Yeah. Yeah. So you get higher tier gun. You get it's got better stats. But one bullet to the head will kill that person. Doesn't matter what level you are. Generally, generally, I haven't, I haven't tried that. So, so don't quote me on. I haven't tried it with a lower level gun against a higher level character. Um, see, that's a, see, that's the realism on one side so and the what RPG I, on the other. That they're, they're so, fucking yeah. Together. So, so what I what I haven't done is gone into one of those higher level um, uh, areas because there are there's generally most of the the npcs you come across most of them will be they'll scale up with your level or your mm-hmm. gear your gear score i should say um they'll scale up with that but you will get to areas that are set at a at a gear score so say they're set at 100 and you go in at 60 i've not gone into there and tried to see if you know like one headshot will take one of those one of those dudes out i would assume they wouldn't but you kind of expect it would anyway, no matter who they are, right? Yeah, I mean, if they're going for that realistic angle with the survival aspects and everything, because you know, to sort of to sort of land that land one of those shots, you're going to try and be stealthy. You got to sort of get yourself set up, time your shot, yeah, you know, and take care to take that shot. So you'd think that that definitely would be like a, a one headshot kill. I don't know. I haven't tried it. Um, now that we've actually spoken about it, I'm going to. I'll try, try that and see how it works out. Um, the trick is getting to one of those areas without one of their drones seeing you. So, so that's, now that's, that's the other part that brings. See, I don't understand. I do. I actually, I do understand. I know why they've put the it, the leveling grind in there and those stats. It's for those. What I don't know what they're called. What are the the robots called? Like the sentinel, the drone things. Yeah, the sen- yeah, sentinel drones. The, yeah, like the sentinels the are company. Drone. Sentinels are security yeah, company. So they're spongy as hell, aren't they? They take some damn bullets to put down. Again, that's where again, your that gear check comes in. Again, that depends. So, well, that's what, that, so you can see that's if the you go, yeah, if, if you go into one of those areas again, one of those high level areas, then they're going to be spongy as shit. If you just encounter encounter them, 
along the same lines as like any other sort of area that you'd go into the where they scale up with your level i think i took out a um like one of the actual like i don't even know what it's called but it's it's one that sort of wheels around with you and, and actually um it'll chase you down on on wheels sort of thing like one of those i put down inside of two clips two maybe three clips of a um like an assault rifle so i mean yep. but that's at the same level as you right? that's right that's that's the same level as me so a big one you know what i mean like to me that's that's a, a co-op sort of thing or, or i don't know I'd, I'd say more co-op so you can sort of um strategize a way to take it out rather than Oh, well, I guess you could do it. You could do it solo anyway. You could strategize ways to take them out, but obviously you're going to be trying to take them on over level when you get to those other areas rather than trying mm. to get in there just on that level by yourself sort of thing. So I don't know. I don't know. It's um, I'm just I'm just saying from from running into those things in the beta, I assume it's exactly the same as the end game uh, as the final final game. To me, it's it's Ubisoft's way of keeping the player you controlled within the map that's yeah, what it is because yeah. the human Man, enemies you, you can, can kill doesn't matter really of the level you headshot them if you're good enough to get into that and you can travel map. anywhere on that map you want as exactly. soon as put, like if, if you grab a grab the helicopter straight off the bat when you get to like the, that social hub called uh era one if you get into a helicopter from there excuse me you can fly wherever the hell you want on that map so yeah, yeah it, it's a way to control what you can what you can take on at certain points yeah right how how, how are the weapons because i mean now that it's got this like this loot grind esque thing going for it what are, what are the weapons like are there, is there like big variances or are they all very same um no the, I mean, there's your obvious archetypes you know you've got your assault rifles your sniper rifles um your submachine guns your uh, lmgs your um shotguns all that sort of gear so obviously yeah they're, they're their own archetype but then they'll all handle differently you know your different different types will handle differently so i i typically have always run like an assault rifle or sniper loadout with uh your, your um like your backup being a pistol which is the case or has always been the case um i, I tried to step out of it the other, the other night I, I picked up an lmg and like it, obviously it pumps out a lot more damage it holds a lot more bullets it's a lot slower to reload so you really got to think about um like your ammo situation when to engage when not to um but the recoil and control of it is so much harder so it's you know i mean they're, they're pretty accurate as far as that goes like your assault rifles are pretty pretty precise your snipers are obviously extremely precise um yeah i've, I've liked it i haven't really done the, the shoddy or the, the submachine guns yet so um yeah, but I've, I've, I've enjoyed the weapons and the, the different archetypes and the way that the different styles of those archetypes work. Um, again, yeah, enjoy the story. Is the story good? Yeah, yeah. Actually, I think we were in Discord the other night and I was kind of muting out, or deafening, deafening out um, all the time because I was actually getting right into the um, all the cutscenes and things like that. So... Um, really enjoying where it's going, sort of, and really piecing together um like the story so what mm -hmm. you, you could you could like you um like you know gray from going through it you could go through in a guided mode which will tell you it'll hold your hand and just walk you through everything you need to do or you can turn that off and you can um 
you can figure everything out. So you'll get clues rather than waypoints. Being, rather than waypoints of being told what to do. So um, you've got to you've got to then figure out things from clues or um, intel that you gather and all that sort of gear. So it's been really cool just putting that intel together and sort of piecing the story together as you go, rather than having it all handed to you. I'm really enjoying that. So that was- and I find that with um with everything else it sort of slows you down slow has sort of slowed the game down a little bit for for the player i found that is a really good um i guess like sort of a time sink sort of getting into that as well yeah but i think that is the best thing the game's got going for it is that is it how it handles that mission structure provided you obviously don't turn it back on yeah yeah turn it on because as we found out in the beta some of them are a, a little difficult yeah. di- like you've just got you've kind of got to sit there and think a little bit about it yeah trying to work out on the map where it would be but it's not you know impossible um but it also like you said um you know it does slow you down yeah in a good way yeah and it makes you think and kind of appreciate the game a little bit more and yeah yeah and instead of just going oh blink here comes the waypoint on my map just sprint straight to that shoot anything in the way or whatever it is yeah yeah when you don't have a waypoint and you've got to to work out where to go it does make it a lot a lot more immersive um and a lot more interactive yeah i would say which is which is where a lot of that survival-esque sort of stuff that they're bringing in sort of takes you back out of that you know what i mean like that's that's the one thing i don't like about it so i've Insane. It looks like the game looks like it's having an identity crisis. It doesn't know what it wants to be. One hundred percent. Yeah, I think we've both said that in the past. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It needs to pick one. Go. Yeah, and I think this is their game. This is, they're testing it with this. They're gonna. This will be the where they take it. Yeah. Either more division. Or yeah, because right right now, every, like, every, most people are screaming now division. You know what I mean? Like that's uh, as far mm-hmm. as their their gear score systems working, their loot drop system, and all that sort of gear. Everyone's yelling division. Um, yeah. Right. yeah uh, well, the, the the big big dirty thing we need to talk about. <laughs> Here it comes. Oh boy. Give that it. Filthy, filthy fucking microtransaction store that's in that thing. Talk to yeah. me. What have now, you seen in your experience? Um, I think a little while back you were talking that there was um, like uh, like skill like level uh, progression in the in the store. I've not seen it. I can't find it anywhere. I've been looking for it everywhere. I think that might have been part of what they've taken out. What part of that update? Maybe. Um, okay. I've not seen any level up sort of um, system in the store at all. What there is though, there's. Wo- there's, there's, I can't remember if it's weapon packages or blueprint packages, but that seems to me a little pay to win. You know what I mean? If, whether, 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 it, whether, it, whether it be a weapon or a blueprint for a weapon, because then you can go and get crafting materials also. You can you can buy them. So, um, you know, there's there's your typical uh, cosmetics, which I have, I have zero issues with. Um, and I think the big thing they're kind of leaning on with it all is the fact that it, they're not—they're not loot boxes. There's no loot boxes at all. It's all you pay for. You, you can see what you're buying straight off. There's the no bat. loot boxes uh, yet. Wildlands had loot boxes though, didn't it? I don't remember seeing a loot box in Wildlands. 
Wildlands had loot boxes. Oh no, no, my bad. Yeah, I think they did. I think, but again, they were they were cosmetics though. I th- mm. actually no, don't quote me on that. I don't. What? I, I think it might. <laughs> you know what? Now, now I'm thinking about. It, I think I might have seen a weapon come out of those. But there was yeah. See the oh guys, here's some here's some more Microsoft stuff. You know what? Yeah. Microsoft is like bam, yeah. loot box. Hello. Yeah. But saying that um. Loot box, I mean, loot boxes have been increasingly in more and more heat. So, yeah. Um, I mean, we see with like NBA 2K recently. Oh. The loot, was, box simu- loot box simulator. Mm. The argument I've been having over the yep. last few days with some people um, is the cosmetic only thing. Now, I'm very. I'm, there's a thin line, man. I'll walk with it. If it's a if it's a free to play game, I don't care what microtransactions you want to put in it. If I can play your game for free, anything else on the side is whatever. As long as it's not you know a gambling mechanic where I can't yep. see what I'm putting my money. That's into, right. I don't give a shit. Yeah. One day, if I'm paying full price for the damn game, I want that. I want the whole experience, and I want everything your developers have been working for in that. What you do afterwards, if it's not outrageous. Yep. Which the this only... game is going outrageous for it's that store, man. What is in that store? There's there's a lot in there. There is a lot. Yeah, hear me out. This is this is the issue I have with this side of it. People go, it's just cosmetic. Yeah, it is. That also took an entire dev team how much time to make that cosmetic to do all that to do all of that when that could have been put into something else in the game. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, like, it doesn't need it doesn't need to be there. It's not launched at the moment too, because I mean, with um with AC, honestly, I didn't delve into the store that much, but I did have a quick peek, and there was some stuff in there. Like you can buy things that definitely give you like you can buy like, captains for your boat, and they had perks that helped like so that like, you do extra fire damage or whatever. In, in boat battles and things so there was that, that really kind of fine line of it's pretty pay to win but it's so minor it doesn't make much of a difference i think they're still like testing the water to see what they can actually get away with because it's, i mean the, the store it's and very is huge as well. it was like ton, yeah tons of cosmetics tons of like power progression buy-in so you can go and buy yourself levels and stuff like that to help increase your or boosters to help increase your level faster and make the gaming experience less grindy. Problem is, if they didn't make the game so grindy to start with, they wouldn't need the need for the for the power-up boosts. Exactly. Yeah, so there's, there's, this, there's this weird line of, are they intentionally doing it to make like, the game extra grindy? And like, like say, so there's areas you can't get into by design because they have made that those 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 robots so tough to beat on lower levels is, oh, is, is, you, is, can, is you can get into them you into the store yeah. go, oh i need to i need to, i need to get, get some quick levels just so i can get in this area or is it you know and, you, and you, the way you, developers you, are these days it's really hard to like say no it's it's not malicious because it, it just seems that way you'd be one you'd be crazy if you said no it's 100 percent yes that is exactly what it's for and it's exactly what it's designed for and it's hidden in the game so well it's hidden in all the games so well there was a time when dlc was considered a dirty word in gaming yeah dlc came out post dlc you fucking nearly got burnt the stake man it's like what you mean you're cutting content from the game i am paying for you yeah right it's like look where we are now so 
that's uh, that's the main argument I see at the moment is the cosmetic one, which is, it's fine and it, like it, like I said, but when it's this this full on, it needs to kind of be slapped down a little bit and or a lot actually because you're right they're testing the waters with what they can and can't get away with let's put the shit in and take it out as people whinge or complain about it maybe add some back let's collect all that data and see what people do with it do we get you know do Mm. people buy this stuff to skip ahead which we don't because we're that's right we are we are hardcore gamers but we are and every probably everyone watching and listening to this we're the one percent of the gaming population like with the yeah. hardcore gaming community is the smallest percentage the casual community is the one that that really that makes the money for these games and it's also the one that these companies are targeting is the and, people and the one thing i do want to get into i want to get into the pvp to say what see what weapons you take in with you because if if you're taking some of these things in that you've bought blue like literally bought blueprints for you're essentially buying end game weapons that's what it feels yes. like you know what i mean like I, yeah. I don't don't quote me on that i don't know if you actually are in in actual fact but there's that potential there and if yeah. you you add multiplayer into anything, anybody is trying to jump at that advantage. You know what I mean? Like, so there's going to be someone. There's definitely, definitely, hundreds of people, thousands of people, maybe, that are going to be buying that because it'll give them that. Definitely. It'll give them. It'll give them that leg up. You know. Yeah, so sure. um, anyone is looking for that edge, like you said. Yeah. And if they get, if the developer can get away with it by putting in something so tiny or whatnot that doesn't make a big commotion it doesn't make headlines in you know on ign or massive youtube channels picking up on it yeah they will they will fucking do it yeah oh if it doesn't hit mainstream they'll, they'll get they'll get away with what they can um interesting enough about loot boxes and um and like microtransact mechanics um csgo i read this article uh, the other day um, they've, they've put in this thing where you can buy an x-ray scanner to see what's in the loot box. What? So, you get one scan of the box and you can see what's in there. And if you don't like it, you can go, okay, re-roll it, see what happens. But after that... Why don't I just let you buy what you want? Exactly right. But after that, if you want to use the x-ray again for the next... Like, if you you know, gotta pay for it again. Like, You've got to pay for it. How fucking grubby is that? Right? So you get, you get, you get this bullshit. And, and, and so they're testing this in France at the moment. And so you get this way, you scan it. So, oh, it's, it's, it's this skin. You're, oh, no, I don't want that. You scan the next one. Something worse. You're like, so I need either need to take this, roll again and have no idea what's in it, or buy another x-ray. Man, that's yeah. scary. Like, developers around think games will be in 10 years because they they know exactly like they know this, this shit's gonna get shut down really shortly because there's more and more legislation in more and more countries every day by banning this shit outright or putting restrictions on it and now they're testing the waters to see how they can get around it with loopholes and it's just it's terrifying man i'm genuinely scared for like two to three years from now and see what the gaming landscape's like Hey, you know, you realize you realize we just turned this into, hey, Gray, what do you think about loot boxes? No, we didn't. We, we totally did. <laughs> I, totally I did. almost said it. We totally I, did. I was like, there, there was like a small bit of doubt that Gray was going to go in another direction. I was like, I was about to say, so Gray, tell us about loot boxes. Can, 
Yeah, so I'd hold back. I don't know. All right. So yeah, yeah that's I'm, I'm living on a rower at the moment. That's that's fine. That's good. Um, I'd yeah again like those sorts of things. I'm never going to really buy into. So for me, it's not an issue. But for the greater gaming community, 100%. Like if there's obviously a leg up, people are going to buy it. People are going to pay for it. So. Um, it's a difficult one. I want, I want to look into it more because I was, you know, I was chatting away the other night and I was sort of looking into it, you know, look, just looking for what you were saying was um, super insidious about it and they weren't there. So that was that's good. But now that I'm thinking about it, I'm sure there are weapons packages. I'm sure yeah, of it. So I'm going to look into it. It's just, it's just fucking stinky all over, man. It's, yeah, yeah. It's, it just yeah. doesn't need to be in there. Uh, if they wanted to, I'll put that in in six months' time. You know, spice the I, game up a little bit, whatever. Fucking yeah. don't put it on every launch. But do, do you do it as a pack, you know what I mean? Not as, you know, like, say, like myself, I bought what would be considered an ultimate edition. So you got, you know, you got the figurine, you got a few, um, few other in game extras, vehicles, camos, all that sort of thing. Do it for those people. You know what I mean? The people that are paying that extra money up front. Mm-hmm. Um, now, if people down, you know, three months down the track want to buy the Ultimate Edition, sweet deal. You know, give it to them. They're, they're paying that extra yeah. money on top for it. Obviously, you know, obviously, I think three months down the track, they probably won't have the you know, those, those figures and all that sort of gear. But, you know, do it for, for the people that are buying it at that little bit extra. Or... Yeah, you know, like, I mean, people. It's it's a in here in Australia. It's a triple A game. It's it's a hundred dollars. You know what I mean? Like it's a hundred dollars off the shelf, day one. So here's an idea, developers: earn it through fucking challenges instead of your wallet. I mean, I know it makes you less money and you get less of a tax break, but it might even get people playing your game more. Hey. Use this weapon, like, get a thousand kills, get this blueprint for a really fucking awesome weapon. People are gonna come back and play your game. But I know you... No, but it's the money. <laughs> you know what? Right. The last thing I wanna... The last thing I wanna say on it before we go into the news is... Yeah. I think if a developer or a publisher, whoever it may be, of whatever game you choose, has a lot of goodwill with the gaming community, that'll resonate more back into your into your store. Good example, um, Destiny, one we're currently playing. Oh, what if you're worried? We'll see where you're going with what this. Know, what, <laughs> what it was when under, under Activision, when Curse of Osiris came out, everyone burnt the game. It fucking tanked. No one played it. No one cared about it. No one did content on it. You had all the biggest YouTubers, everyone leaving the game because of how casualized. And how much microtransactions and all the bullshit that they stuck in that game to fucking bring casuals in and keep that people there. They gave up all that goodwill that they made during Destiny 1. You see how they trashed it all? Everyone left. It's taken them what? Now to this expansion, I guess, Forsaken back one? To drag that Forsaken was like the first real big step back. Yeah, yeah. so it's yeah. taken them that long to get the gaming community back on their side that will bring people back in to spend money in their store especially now that it's gone free to play you understand yep. like yeah you've got a free to play game you can see the goodwill it's like where it's all gone where the developer's gone with it you actually don't mind clicking on the store button and going oh man i can buy that 
ornament, which is five bucks, whatever it is, I might actually do that. But if you are playing an EA game, then I fucking wait you clicking on the store button. Because you're just going to get bombarded with shit. Button. It just appears in front of well, you. Well, it just exactly. It just appears right in front of you. It materializes and then it hits you with a fucking whiny button. Like, what the fuck? Get, the fuck? get out of here. So, I think, yeah, a lot of um, a lot of developers need to kind of build up that goodwill with the community yep. before putting their hand out again. And when you see fucking big teams like Ubisoft doing it at launch, here's my hit by it. Here, give us your $100. We'll give you this game. Yep. Then immediately putting their other hand out going, well, yeah, look at all this shit. Doesn't need to be in there. Give that to us in a couple of months afterwards and you might have a lot more people be interested. And I, I, I agree with puppies. Like, a, a, Yeah, you look at the, look at the, the Death Fox has said it in... Um, in chat here you look at warframe you know what i mean you can you can grind out a lot of a lot of the stuff in warframe like they they that is to me that's a pinnacle of how to do a free-to-play game with microtransactions Mm -hmm. um you can you can you can get everything you want by playing the game by putting the time into the game or you can pay to to speed that process up yep which is totally fine which is fine it's a free-to-play game Right, so Des- Destiny going free to play again. We're all good with that. But oh, I forgot where I was going with this now. But yeah, I don't, I don't know. Give us, give it to us somewhere down the line, or give us a structure where we can grind that out, or we can we can speed it up. You know what I mean? If if you're going to put it in, at least give us a way to to play for that stuff. Exactly, especially when you pay for it up front. Yeah, yeah. That's that's the big. That's the yeah. big one there is when you're dropping your cash up front. Yeah. Because I've got, you know, like this game, I've got no problem putting the time into. So if I've got to put time into get, like, let's say, let's say like a shirt in the game, right? They they, they make this shirt that everybody has to have. If, you, if you've got it's to got, wait, yeah. if you've... It's got nipple holes and shit. Nipple holes and yeah. Man, streamers and yeah shiny. tassels, that's what I'm after. <laughs> you know tassels, what I mean? Um, camouflages you perfectly. And everybody wants that. Give them a way to, to to grind for that. Give them a way to play for it. And they're playing your game. Then they're they're telling everybody how good your game is. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Anyway, I think we've hopped on. Well, yeah. an hour. We're on fifty-seven minutes, yeah. guys. Let's let's uh, let's start a podcast, eh? Yeah, let's do some news. All right, let's uh, we'll get into real quickly. We'll do the freebies uh, across PSN. We have The Last of Us remastered. We have MLB The Show uh, 2019. Um, deal of the week is uh, Man of Medan. 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 I don't know how you pronounce that, but um, I can't even remember the developer now. But the, the people that did Until Dawn is 24.95. There's also a free demo available right now. Uh, PSN deals. We have Marvel's Spider-Man. You can get the base edition for thirty-four forty-five, or Game of the Year edition, which comes with all the DLC for forty-seven ninety-five. Uh, and The Witcher Three, which is the everything edition, comes with all DLC and everything that you could possibly get for The Witcher Three is seventeen ninety-five. Um, puppies, I'm sure you can attest to that being a great deal. Yes, I'm. St- <laughs> I'm gonna get back to the Witcher one there. I'm like nearly there. But then, uh, yeah, there's so many games I need to play, man. Yeah. Got... Um, oh man. The... But yeah, Witcher's fantastic. 
Nice, nice. I think that's about the price I got it for as well. It was about that for the, all the DLC and stuff. It was about 20 bucks. Yep. Definitely worth picking up. Fantastic game. Uh, how, how many hours you got into it, do you think? I don't even... I want to hazard a guess at like 80 plus. And 80, done. So 80 plus hours for 20 bucks. For 20 bucks. Yeah. Get I, I was the story for the most part yep. uh, to kind of experience that and I wanted to get through to the DLC which apparently is like some of the best parts yep. that, um, Man of Medan for anyone that played uh, Until Dawn apparently from what I've heard it is not as good as Until Dawn was but in saying that there is a free demo available there so go go give it a look make, uh, make up, your, make up your, your, your own mind yeah, well, that's good. That's good. Um, and Spider-Man, um, at either one of those prices, that's an amazing, amazing purchase. Um, Fifty dollars for everything that they currently have for that game is is spot on the money. Uh, games with gold. We have Tembo the Badass Elephant. I meant to look in to see what this was about. Tembo the Badass Elephant. Weird name games. I'm gonna have to complain now. That it's definitely definitely going to be on the um on the download list this is, turning, um, this is turning, turning into a thing on this podcast now it's fucking weird games with gold yeah let's go we're renaming it weird, weird games weird. actually you know let's do it right now gold. <laughs> it there we it's go done. It's, it's done it's done all right uh we got we were here and disney's bolt on the uh on the xbox 360 um oh, classic movie game let's classic go. movie game we're in we're in <laughs> <laughs> Did they after after like 360? Did they come out with any more movie games on like Xbox One? Like, have, have I don't we think got, so. I, think I hope not. I hope they let that go. Right. Era, all these movies. Oh no! Wait. No. no I, well, I, I hope they let that shit go. <laughs> Hopefully. All right. Deals with gold. We've got Blood Bowl two again. Oh, this is this was such a slow week for deals on deals with gold blood bowl 2 you got base game for seven dollars 48 or the legendary edition which is everything again for eleven dollars 23 uh and road redemption if anybody remembers road rash from way back in the day uh this is the latest iteration of it and i think it was maybe six i want to say six to nine months ago it was released and it is currently thirteen dollars 47 cents so it's doing really well fantastic great sales Mm. All right, on the Switch, here we go with another good one. Ultimate Chicken Horse is fifteen dollars, and Final Fantasy, what's that one? Seven is seventeen dollars. Ultimate Chicken Horse, talk to me, pups. So I had about thirty seconds before the podcast started <laughs> to find these Switch games. Probably these Switch games. I forgot because I've, I've I've been it's been a week, um, and. And I was like, all right, I need a title. I'm scrolling through. Oh, yeah, we've done this one. We've done this. Ultimate Chicken Horse. Fuck yeah. So it's a party platformer. So I'm assuming it's it's a multiplayer kind of gig. You get in with three or four friends. You're platforming, fighting enemies, probably trolling each other and knocking each other off. It looks really fun, though. Like a hand-drawn art style to it as well, which looks really cool. Yep. Um, that looks like a bit of fun. Nice. And on the, I didn't, I didn't get too much time to. Uh, it. And on on the Epic Store, yeah, we have Minute. It's a it's a freebie for the week. It's a peculiar little adventure played sixty seconds at a time. And the trailer for it, I haven't been able to get. Again, I, I did much the same as you, puppies. But uh, the trailer for it was literally like a little flip book sort of trailer. And it literally it shows you like you've got sixty seconds 
to, to play through what looks to be like a day in the life of this character that you are. So it actually looks really cool. I've heard some insanely good things about this game. Yeah. Oh really? I've yeah. I've, I've, I've yeah. downloaded I've, as soon as I, as soon as I saw that trailer, like there's literally someone like with a flick book. I'm like, yeah, all right, I'm gonna I'll download yeah. that and give it's it a look. It's so. supposed to be really good, short and sweet. I'm told. Yeah. <laughs> the puns. <Hey. laughs> the puns. All right, news and updates, chat as usual. You know what to do. Any questions or whatnot, get them up in the chat. Uh, PlayStation Assistant for PS5. Sony Interactive Entertainment filed a patent on October 1st, 2019 uh, at the United States Trademark and Patent Office for a system that will be identifying player encouragement, engagement sorry, to generate contextual gameplay assistance. Contextual mm. gameplay assistance. That's that's a lot of that's a lot of speak. That is a lot of speak. One of the key features of PlayStation Assistance is going to be this contextual gameplay assistance for PS5 users. This feature allows PlayStation Assistant AI to monitor player activities during gameplay and provide assistance within the game. That's a oh lot of God, a lot of. It's getting clippy. It's getting clippy. <laughs> <laughs> it's getting clippy. <laughs> So the information say the rest of it static <laughs> i've kind of lost where i'm at uh the information provided by the ai assistant can be based on but not limited to the frustration of the user with the video game for example if it's taking multiple of attempts to defeat a certain boss the game may provide helpful tips on the side in other instances uh, not being able to find an objective without a marker may lead to frustration the game will intervene so is this going to be like your own personal um, Baymax on the side? Like, is are you in need of assistance? Baymax, I'm in need of assistance. Here are seven things I can do to help. <laughs> I think I this is going to be like, 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 do you need help? Are you mad? I want a little Baymax, honestly, in the corner. Yeah. This is just Alexa, isn't it? On console. Or Google Assistant or Siri, isn't it? Is that that? That's yeah. how I read it. No, this seems like it's going to be super intrusive. It's like, I mean, look, I no, no, you mean like, intuitive? Intuitive. No, I mean fucking <laughs> intuitive. Uh, like, I yeah, mean, me too. Me too. I, I'm, I'm known for repetitive deaths. I feel like this would be just a constant thing if I was on the PlayStation Five. It's like, hi, you need help? No, I, I get more mad things saying, "Hey, let me help you." It'd be great. I bet you the game. I bet you log in. You log in for the first time on the PS5, and it's like you need help, puppies. It's like I haven't even played a game yet. No, we know. We know. You need help. Shh, shh. 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 All right, on to the next one. <laughs> Red Dead Redemption 2 coming to PC. Today we're proud to announce the Red Dead Redemption 2 is coming to PC. I can read that Red Dead Redemption 2 is coming to PC on November 5th with special bonuses available to players who pre-purchase through the Rockstar Games launcher starting October 9th. We also want to say thank you to the millions of people who have already downloaded the locks downloaded the Lockstar Games launcher, I'll just go with it, and received their free copy of Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. For those yet to download the Rockstar Games launcher, got it right, be sure to download by Tuesday, October 8th to get Grand, Th 
was Gran Turismo Jesus Christ Grand oh, Theft God. Auto San Andreas for free I'm just gonna head over here you, you guys, right? you guys you talk a, <laughs> you guys having talk. a fucking stroke or what that's a that was pretty good you're gonna one day you're gonna get through the entire news run sheet without fucking up never happened never no, happened never happened yeah we have to throw oh, and the intro as well while we're at it. Anyway, oh, we I'm saw sorry. this coming, didn't we? Yeah. We all saw this coming. Everyone, everyone yeah. seen this coming. Um, but I mean... What, what is not said in there, though? That, that that it. Is what, what did the... Up, up, what up, is up, not up, said? Up, up, up. <laughs> in that, though, is that the game has been graphically enhanced and it has been optimized for PC, etc., etc. So, man, it must look good. Must run mm. really good. I, I mean, the thing is though, right? I mean, it's a big game and it's a good game. I, I get that. And I know some people have a PC port or they don't have a console. That's fine. But are you going to rebuy it? No. Video graphics? No. It just, it just seems like it's way too late. Yeah, it is. I mean, so that- it comes with that. Uh, I think you get some extra gang hideouts, some of the online shit. I, I, don't, I don't know. You're right. It is. Yeah, who, play, who plays online? Relic, yeah. So, what, what I was um, going to say before I was bop, bop, bopped um, was that the, <laughs> the thing that surprised me about this announcement is that it wasn't already on PC. <laughs> that's that's what surprised me the most. When did Red Dead 2 release? That was like last year, was it? Early this year. I would say it was like somewhere between six and nine months ago, I want to say. Yeah, I mean, it's it like, I'd understand a month or two between now and PC. By like, uh, like a two month gap or whatever, but this seems like... Yeah, this is well, like, this, this surprised I mean, me that I it wasn't already on PC. Kind of to push people to download their launcher. Yeah, it could, it it could be. Another one of those. Um, but just, it, it, just... it is weird that it, it's and another reason why it's so weird that it's not on pc it's it's rockstar man they work to their own fucking you know their own guide no one tells them what to do when they launch a game they will wait 10 years if they have to before launching a next game because they just make a ridiculous amount of money off every title they launch yep. so it's not like red dead was everyone kind of knew it was getting worked on but there was nothing official from it so it's not like rockstar had a deadline to reach you know, externally, I'm sure internally, they obviously did. So why not wait that little bit extra to have it a worldwide launch on every platform? Exactly. Wait, wait another three, four months, and the only reason I can think of is because they didn't want the PC version being the better version, and it kind of and not selling detracting on the away. Yeah, maybe not selling as well on console. I don't know because some people maybe they'll wait about that like tracing tech the fully forms like. Maybe <laughs> you can play it with ray tracing and see the sunlight shine through your butthole. <laughs> it's weird. I don't know. I'm, I can tell you what though. As good as the game, the game is good. The game had a shitload of issues, and I don't think it deserves anywhere near the damn praise it got. Um, I definitely will not be playing it again. I, I I couldn't see myself playing the story. I, this uh, for me, especially a story like that with so many kind of twists and turns through it. I mean, I know there's a bit of, but. It feels like a, a, a one and done experience for me. So you get this really long story. There's lots of side quests and all like this, all this world building. And starting that again, you're like, all right, I know what happens now. Like I know the general main beats of the story. I just need to make different choices. And that doesn't feel like 
as nice of an uh, as nice of a gameplay and story experience as it would be the first time around. Yeah, like playing it a second time would kind of ruin that for me because I I, I I love the story. I thought it was fantastic, but well, the, again, the story was the only me. the story was the only thing it had going for it. Like the combat is it's fucking subpar. Yeah, that combat is not well defined. It's no, not I've, like I've you, not you compare it. this as a third third person shooter, third person cover shooter, which it is. It's a third person shooter to Gears of War, which is a third person shooter. Gears of War Five run. That's a that's how you do your third person shooting. The the shooting and the, the combat in Red Dead is it's like, it's off. Is is it still? Does it still feel like um, Grand Theft Auto? Like is is that the kind of combat yes. that's in it? It, it yes. still feels like that. It's yeah. exactly Grand Theft Auto again, but ten years on. Yeah, right. Okay. It's clunky. Yeah, it's it's, it's not smooth. Things, it's it could have been worked on a lot more to make it. And I mean, on console <laughs> to hang off your horse and like shoot backwards and steer the damn horse. That was like you nearly had to bring your feet up and use your fucking feet to hold onto the controllers at the same time. It was that difficult to try and pull off. So, um, I want to see that. Yeah. Did you well, try that? Did you try that? <laughs> I, I, I want to see it. And stands the whole lot. Couldn't work it out. No, all right, very good. All right, let's move on, Shelly. Uh, Crystal Dynamics never wants you to be bored in Avengers. Now I had a little read of this earlier. This is, this is, this amuses me a little. Crystal Dynamics Dynamics is known for to folks for Jesus fuck here we go. It's known to folks for single player action adventure games like Legacy of Kane and more recently Tomb Raider, with the upcoming Marvel Avengers games. Uh, developed in partnership with Eidos Montreal, the studio is dipping its toes for the first time in the live service territory. During an interview with GameSpot at New York Comic Con 2019, where Crystal Dynamics revealed Miss Marvel aka Kamala Khan as a major character in Marvel, Marvel's Avengers. Studio head Scott Amos said the goal is for players to be always engaged with Marvel of Marvel's Avengers on an ongoing basis. During the interview, he also said, we don't want people to ever get bored or run out of stuff to do. We've learned a lot We've learnt from a lot of very, very good products out there of what does or doesn't work and how quickly these amazing players who are particular fanatics can consume content. So how do we do this in in a way that's smart and keeps them engaged and rewards them for their time? That's actually the biggest thing for us. If you want to play more, we want to give you more stuff to do. That was very wordy. Um, go speak to Bungie, dudes. See how they see how they went with it. You know, <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of scared. Like, I mean, the more I hear about go speak to Bungie. it's like, hmm. okay. We never want you to get bored, so we're going to give you lots of stuff to do. But is that content going to actually be fucking meaningful? Instead of, all right, here, you can go do this and get a thing. And we'll give you that, like, once a month. Or is it going to be, hey, here's a, here's a cool experience you can have. So how long till this game falls flat on its face? Uh, within the first week. You, you give it a week. Yeah, I give I was, it longer than that. Right? I was going to give I'm, it a month. I'm optimistic. I, I want this game to be good. It's oh, so do I. So do I. But after reading so that, so much concern. What I, I mean, don't understand is, but hear me out. What is the go with every game? Like, needs to be a live service. Uh huh. It makes Why? money. It makes money long term if it's successful. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. that's down. Yeah, Anthem was a long. That's, 
no yeah, one playing. Exactly. So no. what happens is they they like I mean they, they put a bit in to as initial like imagine you put in a live service game where you're releasing content slowly so you can work on that later. So your initial cost is less. Because realistically, they're not putting as much content in the game because they want to spread it out. But make you pay more for it. Yes, I understand the, the concept behind <laughs> it. I don't fucking like it. Oh, neither do I. It's fucking shit. It is, I honestly, why not take this game? And I think maybe we've spoken about this um, previously. But when I when I think of this game, I think of it's third person adventure. You know, you got your five characters. I think of like, you know, a single player experience, like on the scale of, or bigger, of like God of War you know, with that level of cinematics and animations and writing and everything is just top-notch quality that you need to play it and you need to tell your fucking friends about you it. You would hope so with a with a heading such as Marvel's Avengers. You would you would hope that it, oh, it has all that in that, it, right? You, you don't fuck that license up. You get given that license. It is a license to print money, man. Avengers I is, don't know. So is Star Wars. Look what they age with that. I know. I know. <laughs> Don't talk. I know. I understand. But can you imagine when they say uh, Marvel comes up to them and goes, right, we're going to give you the here's the Avengers license. Do what you want with it. We'll watch. Yeah. Because we don't know games. We know movies and we know how to, you know, keep people invested, I guess. How do you sit around a fucking boardroom like this and come up with that? We're going to do a live service Marvel as a Marvel Avengers game where you don't even create your own character. You play as one of the five stock characters, like the, the the Avengers. Yeah, it's not like DC, DC Universe Online. No, no you go and you make your own character. I understand that? Like mm. make it, you know, like Destiny, but Avengers skins and like that would work as a live service. But this, it's just from the gameplay I've seen. None of it makes sense. What they, the direction they're running in with it, and then when you see shit like this, it doesn't. It doesn't. Like said, doesn't. It doesn't, doesn't bode well at all. Nope. It's like, oh, okay. well, what do you mean you're gonna put long, grindy, shitty things for me to do just because it's there? Yeah. We've we've, like, we've we've learned from other games, man. Well, what other games have you learned from? <laughs> Which games are we learning from here? Because there's a lot of different lessons from a lot of different places. And if they're like, okay, we're gonna do this from this game, this from this game, this from this game, how how how's disjointed is that gonna be? Is that gonna be fluid? Is that gonna be like a fluid experience, or is it gonna be fucking all over the shop? I I, I think this is gonna be all over the shop. This game, I don't, I I want it to be good. I want it to be successful, not just for obviously for Crystal Dynamics, which are a fucking good developer. Yep, I want a good, I want a good superhero game, damn it. Yeah, I want a wicked superhero game. Give me a cool, some cool game to play, but. Not this, like, not especially when you look at the games they have made. You know, I mean, you look way back yeah, to yeah. Legacy of Cain. Like, how good was that oh, game? It was awesome. How good yeah, was that game? And the, yeah. uh, Tomb Raider, and the, the and Tomb, Tomb Raider, Raider. Yeah, right. Mm. Yeah, they've got they've got a lot of talent in that team. But Do you tell, tell, explain to me why this game needs to be live service. I don't know. I'm, I can't. I can't work it out. And I've thought about this previously. I can't work out why it needs to be live service, why you would have chosen that route, you know, during your, your initial meetings of which direction to take this, to take that franchise, you, you know, that license. Obviously, they've done it for the money. 
they go, yeah, we can recurrent, license this. license. Look what we can do with it. Like, man, people would, if we can turn this into a live service type thing and, but, oh, man, I, I think they're going to fuck up gameplay wise. I think they're going to struggle. Yeah. That'll be their main issue. Recurrent yeah. user spending. That's all they're after. They've got a, they've mm-hmm. got a big title. They can milk it for cash. People recognize it than aren't in that smaller percentage of the gaming community. Like it, this is this is a this is a title that though people will see by like, normal people that don't play a game. Oh, Avengers! That was a cool movie. There's a game. It looks weirdly similar, but not to it. Let's you know, and that's you know, they get the play the people in, and then the live service thing. Just... It is it, and game it's also the one way you got you got skins. Like you think of all the different costumes people are gonna yeah, want. Exactly. From the comics and all that shit, they're gonna they're gonna feed that so bad that that collectors type mentality. That's what they're gonna feed off. Oh uh, man, I hope they got their loop right there. I hope the uh, story's good. Combat's gonna have to be great. It's gonna have to have some. I don't. How do you even put an end game in it? It looks so plain. It does look very plain. It looks pretty, pretty plain. It's going in my next review. Pretty much. There's nothing. There's oh shit, that was really cool. But there's no wow moment there for me. It's like okay, cool. Yeah. Talk yeah. Through his hammer. Wicked. <laughs> Why can't oh. he fly? Okay. Because game. Because game. Because, because live service. Because of live service. You gotta you gotta pay extra. That's the third DLC. <laughs> all right, all right. PS4 crossplay exits beta now. Now a full feature for developers. Sony's crossplay function for PS4 has now completed its beta phase and is a full feature for developers to make use of. About hmm. fucking time. Thank you, hmm. Welcome to the party. Strangely, Sony has made no official announcement about crossplay being promoted to a full feature. Uh, the new. The news instead comes from a Wired article which states that crossplay is now available to any developer that wishes to implement it in their game. Call of Duty Modern Warfare seems likely to be the first new game to support this at launch, with it being set for release later this month. Beta phase of PS4 crossplay included games such as Fortnite, Rocket League, Fortnite and Rocket League, which helped to prove the system's capabilities. Hopefully from now on we'll see many more multi-platform games support crossplay. Do we need to keep going, or do we? We can just talk about that, right? Uh, yeah, we can just straight talk about it. All right. Um, time. Yeah, it's, it's about yeah. fucking time, right? <laughs> just in time for the PlayStation Five announcement. With all the hey. games coming out. Hey. Hey. Um, I mean, look, surely we've been going this way for, well, absolutely, we've been going this way for a very long time, right? Understatement of the century. Um, yeah, about fucking time so many games that we that we all play we, look we're all across different platforms for the most part um pc is the only one where we really get together on so for that for us to be able to play cross play would be amazing mm. yeah, exactly. and that's and that's just that's just the three of us you know what i mean so thank fuck sony about time dudes anything else or is that it just about time it's um, I'm I'm kind of glad they did the they did the beta because I do, I remember when I think it was when they originally said no to Fortnite being crossplay, 
think it was that. Um, and then they came out like a couple of days later saying, look, it's going into beta. And then I was like, what the fuck does that mean? I know PlayStation 3, its backend systems had huge issues. Hence the reason why you couldn't change your name. You, you try everything. It was all tied into some really old dodgy networking and they're sort of like, it was really bad. I think that's why they've kind of taken their time to make sure they get it right because you think if you do this and you just flick the switch hyper like you know boiling it down to flicking the switch <laughs> obviously there's a fuckload more work that goes into it but, nah video games flick the switch okay let's let's just say old Jim Ryan is the there sitting on his desk with like the release the hounds button which is like instead it says crossplay enabled he hits it and people start losing accounts or losing money or you know weird shit starts happening blowback from that would be pretty pretty severe because yeah, that happened with the, with the name change there was a heap of issues with that it wasn't there's issue with it tied to your trophies yeah that's where the and like for games back on ps3 there's an issue if you're still playing them and collecting the trophies it might not it might not register your real name the new name change or something like that it's pretty minute and i highly doubt many people had the issue with it yeah but yeah, I'm I'm glad they put it into um, crossplay, uh, crossplay beta. Obviously, it looks like everything has worked out. And yeah, about time that they they did they had to. There's no way you were gonna not get away enable. Well, you could get away with it for the rest of this generation, which runs out next year or this year. Yeah. So yeah, but there's no way they were announcing the PS5 and going oh. It's not crossplay, so you've got that. Yeah. So, and, yeah. So in, in that spirit, <laughs> it is what it is. In that spirit, games you think we're going to see first go crossplay? Uh, from what I read, it's up to the developers, and it's quite difficult to do. Borderlands guys were talking about it on one of their Reddit things. They they are struggling to get it working. Yeah. It's, not easy it's not an easy thing to do epic games had it with fortnite already pre-done baked into their engine it was ready to roll and if you remember fortnite was crossplay before crossplay was a thing yeah they just didn't tell anyone but people were playing with xbox people and pc people and it was all mixed together um until they had to separate it because obviously sony and microsoft said turn it off so I think it's obviously it's up to the developer and how long that takes them to implement. I imagine that the the harder the game, so you can you think a looter shooter would be difficult because you're dealing with like you know, not only characters and that, yeah, but you're dealing with so many other systems involved. And you know, where a game like Gears of War is, it's just a shooting game. You're not dealing with loot and you know stats yeah. and all the other shit that comes with it. So. Maybe that's what, if I had to guess, I'd say that's what the hardest part is, and that's what would take the longest. But mm. Call of Duty, obviously, is the first one. Mm. We already know yep. that works. Yep. And that, that, that worked was, really but that, Yeah, that was really good. Yeah, that was, that was flawless for us. We had no issues at all. The in-game <laughs> worked really well. Um, I think we had a couple of issues with, like, that was the that was the most matchmaking. Um, I don't know if that had anything to do with the crossplay itself. Yeah. Why that was so? Why that was so screwy? But it, it, it for the most part, it worked well. 
Um, also like the little touch with the, this is who's playing on what and how. That was kind of neat. Yeah, that was really good. So it was, it was actually, it was very interesting to see a lot of PlayStation players using mouse and keyboard. It was, yeah. Yeah. But that was, that was... You, while we're, while we're on with crossplay, yep. what do you guys see as the advantages of crossplay and the disadvantages? So hit me with an advantage first. What do you, what do you think the best thing about crossplay outside of playing with your friends or playing with someone? Because that's the obvious answer. But is there anything else you could think of that might? I'm a simple, I'm a simple man. That's that's the answer I had. Simple man, simple answer. <laughs> I mean, I know, I know, yeah. I know a lot of, I know yep. now coming out with um, mouse and keyboard compatibility, and that's good. Um, but there's, I mean, it, it, then is you, like, you only get one. I so say you can only afford one console, and your friends are another one, and you just had this one or whatever. And it's not just playing with your friends, like it's it, it, it connects people and makes things more accessible for everyone so everyone can enjoy the game. So not only does this help us as gamers, this helps companies and game developers bring their communities together as well. That's mm -hmm. right. Your communities um, aren't split across all those platforms now. They can all come together. And um, it's yeah. a huge win. Huge. For yeah. the, I think that's uh, that's what I held as the highest advantage. It's not for us getting just to play to it with each other, you know, more regularly and easy. It's think how much cooler shit all the devs get to do now. Yep. Okay, so yeah, hypothetically, like, let's put it let's put it that um, say Call of Duty. All right, so say Call of Duty releases, and in six months' time, there is forty million players on PlayStation, and there is five million players on Xbox. I hope they don't want to do their Spec Ops missions. <laughs> well. <laughs> Sorry. Too soon, man. Sorry. Too soon. <laughs> as, a as a hypothetical, okay. When you, if you were doing the development there, like, especially imagine Activision, they'd be like, fuck, do we really have to develop content and put it on the Xbox? Do we have to take all these devs and make them program all this stuff to work on the Xbox because for these poultry numbers compared to you know imagine just doing it on one console but if you've got it all combined doesn't matter because everyone's going to be playing with each other against each other you know so the player pool gets a lot bigger and therefore games are going to last a lot longer mm, that's Heaps another longer. point yeah pc like pc destiny was terrible and still will be in a couple of months from now because there's no crossplay like it would be a struggle save, we can go oh well i mean if you have the, the yes chance, there is cross there oh yeah all right the pool's bigger over here we'll jump onto playstation or xbox and you're good yeah there, there's that but imagine how much better it would be if there was cross play mm -hmm, right but it just put it just puts everyone in the same room it's so much better than splitting everyone up yeah so that's I mean, one so what's your biggest disadvantage um it, it's going to be the, com the competitive scene yeah um, there's there's definite advantage to keyboard and mouse. Um, I, d I don't possess that definite advantage, but it's there. Hey, I was going to say, um, from what I've seen, puppies doesn't either. But no, fuck no. I'm arguably worse on mouse and keyboard right now. Um, but I mean, there are people out there that kick ass on controllers, and they will wipe any PC, any good PC player with the floor. But the 
in, a, in a general speaking term, there is an advantage with accuracy. There's less kick on, there's less recoil on weapon stuff like that as well. Um, especially like that in the PvP competitive scenes. Um, zero recoil. It's click zero to recoil. You, you widen that FOV and you just go, oh, look, machine gun, not move at all. I'll just shoot it like a motherfucking laser. Um, so yeah, that's 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 one of the bigger disadvantages is that that's going to happen. And I can also see things like Activision doing things what they did with Call of Duty and separating the community with just taking little chunks going, nah, you can't have that. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Def Fox um, said in chat as well, wonder what will happen with platform lock games, e.g. Halo. I don't think that any of that sort of thing will change. Like That's what brings people to that platform. Games like that, you know, Gears of War, um, say Sea of Thieves, oh, Forza, yeah. that sort of thing. They're, they're the they're games, the staple games that bring people to the Xbox side of things. So I don't think yeah, that's going to change. Will still be expensive. Yeah. Like, you'll, have the, you'll have those... I mean, it's weird with Microsoft because they're doing PC and console together now. They've got like, the, the, whole, the yeah. whole branch thing going. But with PlayStation, yeah. it's like you go to PlayStation, you get your Spider-Man, you get your God of War, you get your Last of Us, all those, all those really big yep. pulling games. They're, 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 they're your console sellers. And that, yep. that, will, that will stay exclusive. But things like your multiplayer, like, like your third parties, Destiny, Call of Duty, Battlefield maybe even um minecraft ghost recon all that kind of stuff yeah ghost recon as well all those third-party properties i mean there is no disadvantage for them going oh just anyone can play anywhere because they're, they're not worried about selling consoles they're worried about selling games and i mean people are buying multiple copies of games anyway to play on each console and now they can just play with all their friends anywhere anyway if they switch over i would especially with cross playing cross save like with Destiny has like I have two copies of the game now essentially one on Xbox one on PC and I'm okay with that so I've, I've got to make a little comment there the amount of people I heard um let's say a year ago saying if Destiny ever came out with cross save that they would happily buy the games and all con all DLC across two platforms to support it now that it's here so many of those same people are bitching about the fact that they have to buy the DLC twice <laughs> it, it is amazing it is amazing that's, like put, that is, that's put your money where your mouth is you know what i mean like that's what you said do, do the thing on the other hand i've seen people I've, I've i know people i mean including myself happily cool two copies fine let's go i can still play with my wife on xbox and friends on xbox that i still play with who don't have pcs and then yep. when i want to when i want to do my thing i can kick on pc and Enjoy those sweet, sweet friends. So when, when it comes down to like, it was, we'll go back to Destiny now. Um, when it gets down to that, like I will buy Shadowkeep on PC because it's pretty much I'll buy that when I want to get into the story and do the raid. So it's it's that sort of co-op um, story stuff. But where where my current, you know, sort of PlayStation, I guess, situation is, I'm happy with where it's at. You know what I mean? Like I've got all the Forsaken, everything up to that. So I don't need to buy it on PC because everything that I, I would like to use, I can get from playing it on PlayStation. Yeah. Yeah. So. But then that, that cross save feature is, it's, it's pretty fantastic. It is, it is really good. Yeah. How, and how, so how easy, easily I did it the other night was unreal. Hmm. Yeah. How easy it was set up. It was like three or four clicks of a button and you're like, bam, all right, all your accounts are left, you're done. Yep. Go play and enjoy the game. Yep. 
they had a they had a weird period where they wouldn't let you do it because they were waiting for Steam transfer um from the the Blizzard launcher. Where they kind of cut it off and said, right, yep. no, just wait, wait, wait for Steam to come out now and then do it. Yep. Um, there was an early adopter period um, for a couple of weeks. Uh, but yeah, no, it, it was, it took me 10 minutes. And I was like, yeah, same. Yeah, same. Because I had to play authentication whack and more because you authenticate one and then one with an unauthenticate. But aside from that, and that was just changing browser and that worked fine. So, yep. But it was smooth, man. I, 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 if anyone else does it, talk to Bungie and say, guys, how did you do this? Because it was fucking phenomenal the way it, the way it sorted out, the way it all went down with the um, transfer. I'm glad I'm not the only one that can't get words out of my mouth tonight. Oh, Thank, man, thanks, pups. Thank you. It's constant trouble. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's let's wrap it up, dudes. I think. Good plan. Good plan. Before we back to PvP, we go. That's it. Yep. That's it. Some dusty knees now. Yeah, like two, three matches, and I'm going back to a row. Going home. Going home, boys. <laughs> Going home. All right, Gray, kick it off. Who are you? Where are you? Gray, Aussie in gamer. Over on YouTube, Twitter, everywhere, actually. It's all the same. It's easy. Google it, search it, and you'll find it. Beautiful. Puppies. Death underscore puppies. Same deal. Twitter. Oh, not really, actually. Twitter, Instagram, mixed up. <laughs> Death underscore puppies. <laughs> You find me fucking up English real bad and Winglish. Uh, yep. Winglish, yep. exactly. Case, case in point. I'm Static Oz. You'll find me on Twitter, Instagram, and probably YouTube more than anything. You'll find me here on Twitch on Sunday nights doing this thing. Uh, if you would like to get in touch with the podcast, you'll find us on Twitter at left underscore pod. You can also find us generally 9 p.m. This this changes every week, really, doesn't it? Anyway, anyway uh, 9 p.m. Australian Eastern daylight savings time now um every sunday night on twitch at twitch.tv slash static oz and mixer at mixer.com slash deft underscore puppies with a z thank you so much for hanging out dudes we appreciate you we'll see you next week or we won't but you'll hear us and you'll enjoy it see ya <laughs> <Bye>. <laughs>